hello, everyone. Welcome to Struggle Session. I'm Leslie the Third, and I'm Jack Allison. And today we have another update on Meltdown May. That's right. Uh, another of our weekly. I guess we're doing weekly updates, pretty much, on Meltdown May as uh, as the as the month continues. As the meltdown continues, as the meltdowns continue, we will keep uh, doing these shows to keep you updated on the latest happenings of the holiday of Meltdown May. For those who don't know, Meltdown May is the annual tradition where people, uh, usually online, somewhat sometimes offline, they decide for some reason that May is the time to just be on a ridiculous one. Uh, is they say something or do something ridiculous and they, they double and triple down until they are forced to, you know, basically, uh, leave, uh, the web in shame. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is, uh, and it has been continuing, uh, uh, you know, uh, although this, this week, this Leslie, week, uh, uh, was a little less, uh, than the first week we came out like with a bang, uh, I but know. this week we have been flattening the curve. Uh, we have <laughs> been flattening the meltdown May curve, uh, this week. I posted this a few weeks ago. I'm like, my God, president Trump has to cancel meltdown May. He has to take action because it's, it, people were already being so bad, uh, you know, just because of the coronavirus. even before Corona hit, people were already on one and then Corona hit even more on one and then meltdown may i thought was really too dangerous uh to continue that first week kind of proved me right but the second week i really think uh trump and his staff dr fauci they've done an excellent job you know kind of leveling things out now we're back to melt meltdown numbers that i feel are you know sustainable they're not good but they're sustainable. Well, the I, thing is, Leslie, this this meltdown may, and you know, we may not continue to cover it in this way. But you know, I say flatten the curve, and you know, uh, 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 and I think that's an accurate thing to say. I think that this meltdown may uh, uh, is going to continue past May this year. I mean, you know, we're we're like nowhere. I mean, I guess there's a lot of places that are just going back, you know, to work or whatever. But like a lot of people online are going to still be stuck at home. You know yeah. what I mean? Like this, this is going to be meltdown. May is is really just a a catalyst for you know the melt like the meltdown that will be the second half of the year 2020, uh, and that's just ahead of the like you know abject like you know descent into hell that's 2021 <laughs> and beyond. As I said, it's not as strong as last week. And mm -hmm. I think the primary reason why is that there was a high, high level as far as like follower count goes down meltdown that just kind of sucked all the oxygen out of everything. Mm -hmm. This is one of those melt these this pre COVID type sort of melt celebrity minor celebrity meltdown situation. Uh, that was going on um, that kind of distracted everyone and kind of when you see you know a bunch of rich people like getting a big messy fight yeah. for uh, no particular reason that serves as like a negative example and people are like you know what I'm not gonna send that tweet today you know what I'm not gonna say that thing I'm not gonna put myself out there for meltdown me and that is the feud between Chrissy Teigen and Allison Roman now I know mm -hmm. Jack you are 
married to one of the top uh, celebrity experts in the country. That's right. could you, so could you please explain uh, what was going on? With so my understanding with what went on between Chrissy Teigen and Allison Roman, I don't, I never knew who Allison Roman was no. before this, but I guess she does like recipes or something like that. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if she's a cook. Like, I guess she's just like a recipe maker or whatever. I don't know anything about this person or whatever, but I guess that Allison Roman said in some interview, view that she was like you know Chrissy Teigen I wouldn't want to sell out like that you know uh, uh, you know uh, Chrissy Teigen like made a recipe book and all of a sudden she has you know people running her Instagram and she has like a target deal and I wouldn't want that or whatever and then Chrissy Teigen was like this like really hurt like this one really got to me because like I bought her recipe books or something like that. Yeah. And then she's also like, and the show that Allison is talking about, like that's a show that I'm going to be an executive producer on. So this like really hurts my feelings. I'm like, Oh my God. You know, with Chrissy Teigen, I'm like, you got all of it. You got everything you wanted. Like, you know, you have the like famous, you know, husband, you've got the, the kids, a big house, everything like that. You have the target deal. Um. So, like, why also do you have to have everybody like you? Like, the other thing is that nobody can ever talk shit. Like, my my feeling on this is just, like, take it and, like, enjoy it. Like, who gives a fuck if somebody's, like, you know... You know, if ever, if there's one person out there who doesn't uh, uh, think that you are like perfect and good, uh, uh, why is that the biggest deal in the world? Uh, um, however, uh, uh, and this is why this is a meltdown uh, with multiple parts. I mean, the funniest part about it was that Chrissy Teigen uh, uh, locked her account. So Chrissy Teigen is a blue checkmark Twitter user with over 12 million followers, uh, and she locked her account, uh, uh, which really I think should be the the flag of Meltdown May is the locked account next to a verified uh, badge. Uh, but she locked her account because people were being mean to her over this Allison Roman thing. And I guess it's because, like, she was, like, upset by it. And then people started responding to her saying that, like, she had test tube babies and that she was on Jeffrey Epstein's island and all this shit. I have no idea. However, there is further context uh, uh, to this meltdown, which is that <laughs> then people started saying, like, Allison Roman has problems with, like, Asian women. Uh, she also called out uh, Marie Kondo in her interview. Uh, and I guess, you know, if you read the interview, she did kind of like, you know, like a sort of racist uh, uh, Japanese, like Japanese phrasing. She was like, please to buy my cookbook or whatever. So in the end, this is like a fight between two rich people. They both seem like they suck majorly. Uh, and it is an interesting meltdown. It was very, you know, wild to watch, you you know, this wealthy, extremely wealthy person uh, uh, meltdown because like one person was unhappy about her having a uh, a target line. Uh, uh, but then it also turns out that Alison Roman herself, uh, who I had never heard about before this entire affair, may, uh, uh, you know, be a little bit weird and fucked up uh, uh, about um, other wealthy Asian women. Who knows? Uh, you know, I can't. Uh, <laughs> I'm only here to report the meltdowns, folks. I'm not here to take a side. I mean, the thing that disappointed me about this kind of feud is like we ultimately we should not know who any of these people are, because it's right. like if this was like 15 years ago, like all the people who make cookbooks, all the influencers, they would just appear on Oprah. 
right? And like our just like our like the doctor feels of the world or the secret. All this stuff would be just on Oprah, just on daytime TV, and everyone in the plant on the planet wouldn't have to have like a take about like Chrissy Teigen versus Allison Roman or yeah. anything like that. It would just be quarantined to its own little zone, this little tiny few, but now everybody has to know like who like like all these, you know, like who was the Dr. Phil, Dr. Oz, yeah. you know, like once they started breaking away from like daytime TV and just became like people who were like celebrities and everywhere. I feel like it was a bad thing. You know, uh, uh, it's it's bad that we know who all these people are. But in the end, it is fun to watch rich people freak out. And so this was a meltdown that, that I think everyone can enjoy. But there are no good guys in this meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> there are no good guys in this particular meltdown. Even though Chrissy Teigen does follow me, I appreciate that. Chrissy Teigen used to follow me, so uh, I don't appreciate her any longer. <laughs> All right. Um, so, I mean, the the trouble with melt with this week is that like some of the people who had meltdowns are people who are always having meltdowns. Right. So it's hard to really like parse, like to split them up, like to say like, is this the one that's continuing from last? weeks last month right. last, year, last or year is this a distinct meltdown that we can put on the scoreboard um graham linaham graham yeah. linaham there's a new chapter in his meltdown that's been going on for like you know 48 months at this point <laughs> it's been longer than that. it's been like yeah. four or five years yeah he's apparently he's a writer um in the uk he, he's done some bbc he did shows. like the it crowd and everything like that and like he did stuff that people think is good i've noticed a lot of people have said like they've been very disappointed in his behavior lately because their works meant a lot to him his work hasn't meant shit to me so i just tell him how much he sucks um, <laughs> but uh, he is he, he has basically dedicated his online life to being uh shitty to trans women for some yeah. reason like he has made this his number one identity his perpetual online crusade is just to you know throw fits about uh trans women non non non-stop like he's got he got so bad and this was before me that there uh, uh i'm sure a lot of people heard this viral story of this you know uh trans teen um trans teen um boy who is forced to uh compete uh i think they're in texas and they're forced to compete against girls and the boy obviously was not happy about this other people weren't happy about this he wanted to compete with other boys now when now the turfs they were posting this story as to like what, what were they trying to do they were trying to show that they were trying to suggest that the trans boy was actually a cisgender boy um who was wrestling girls and beating them up and dominating them or whatever the fuck right that's one of the biggest concerns for turfs is like what happens to sports or whatever and i'm like how about uh who gives a shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> but but this was actually a, a trans boy uh right. who was forced he and so Lenaham accidentally correctly gendered him on right. accident he saw that picture and was like this is what we're fighting against he's that, like you this know, is a boy or whatever <laughs> yeah this is no he I, in fact uh, called him a man he said this is a man 
fighting little girls like like what well, this is exactly what we're fighting against i'm like oh you so you correctly gen-, and like yeah. everybody was like oh you correctly uh gendered Thank them you. finally so the meltdown the the, the glitter meltdown has begun with glitter accidentally correctly gendering someone <laughs> and then 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 like melting down over the fact that he did that yeah, he he came, he came with some big lie to justify it, even though he did delete the post. It, his, he's gotten to such a weird space now where he's trying to thread a needle where he can like become pro Gamergate. You know, Anita Sarkeesian posted something like in favor, you know, pro trans rights, and he responded being like, "What is this like male pandering shite?" You know, like I didn't like uh, I didn't support you during Gamergate to have you like you know throw in with a bunch of men during the next time they're like a attacking women or something like that um and so like everyone got mad at him he looked ridiculous again and so now he's trying to like pivot and be like i was wrong about gamergate and i realized afterward that we were fighting alongside people that i that were just as bad as people i was fighting against and he's also like i also realized i was like defending men at that time and i thought i was defending women so once again it's like him he's like correctly gendered people and now he's like fuck i was correctly gendering people back then like and i'm mad at them now uh um so he went and did some podcast where he tried to like you know, sort of rebrand himself as pro Gamergate and like being reformed. And then all the Gamergate people are like, we don't need to take you on with your turf bullshit. Like, <laughs> they're like, we don't want this bullshit. Like, if you look on like Kotaku in action, uh, uh, it's so funny. He like tried this pivot and no one is buying it. Like, nobody wants him. <laughs> and like, and they're like, we don't even fucking want like all that baggage. Like, that's your own thing, Graham or whatever. That's so funny. That's so funny. He he's like the first time I encountered him, like he got mad at me. Oh yeah, because I said something uh, about Lena Dunham. Remember when she got mad at that black basketball player for not hitting uh, right. on her? I think it was a football player. Football, right? pl- yeah. No, I, it was uh, Odell Beckham uh, Jr. Right. Uh, she got mad at him because she, she they were at a party and like he didn't like hit on her or talk to her, and it's just like and he and I was like. Wow, that's incredibly racist, and I hope uh, uh, black people are protected from you because it's because like she didn't have to <laughs> tell anybody about this, right? Like, it's she one like thing. sent it out on like on an email to her like list or something like that. Yeah, she didn't have to put his name on it. It's like this guy didn't talk to me because he thought and just assign all these ideas to him when like dude was probably just like chilling he was probably just like chilling at some shitty hollywood party right. with a bunch of annoying people and um uh, and glenner uh, uh graham lena took offense at me saying that and he did try he did call me sexist for calling lena dunham racist so i guess he was trying to fight for women back uh then right. uh sadly he's confused about uh who women are and has chosen to make that confusion his entire life now yes his entire life he's also decided to like torpedo his entire life and like let it destroy his entire life you know what i mean it's like he is you know you, you can't say that graham lennon is not like uh sacrificing a lot uh, uh for no reason <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, let's stay over the on the other side of the pond because most of the action this week um has been yeah. happening in the UK. You, okay. you don't just do footy over there. You do meltdown. See, this is too. why this is why Leslie. It's like you know on on a on a week of meltdown May where it's not that good. It's just like gamblers. You're like, oh, I got to go to the overseas action. You know, like uh, we're <laughs> going to be Jones. Lo- He's a, a, a one of the few uh, Guardian columnists who don't suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he's uh he, he's actually a, a seemed like a decent bloke. Uh, uh, from what I know, and so they were having the, the, one of these cor- Corona arguments, um, where um, uh, Owen basically says, you know, uh, if someone can afford a cleaner, they should be paying them to stay at home and doing their own cleaning. They've certainly got the time to do it. Otherwise, they are a shockingly uh, selfish human being. Which maybe a little bit of a spicy take but it's not wrong there's nothing wrong with saying that like you shouldn't be like bringing your uh cleaning uh your your cleaning people over during a quarantine because you're just like it's just not a smart thing uh to do but please if you have the money to you know pay them you probably can you know slip them a few change because they are suffering and not getting as many as much uh you know pay as they usually get it's all complicated because you're like well you know what does that put people out of work? You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. I, you know, it's like it is a little bit of a spicy take, but it's justifiable. So it's like I wouldn't get like upset at it. You know, yeah. I don't have a cleaning person, but I also if I did, I would be like, OK, like I can take that lick. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you know, if, if it's OK with you and you know what your situation is, you know, do whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's it's slightly complicated, but, uh, you know, I don't I don't think that that's the most offensive take I've ever heard in my life. And And the thing is, even if you are, you know doing things, buying things, and maybe break, you know, what we consider quarantine protocol. You just don't have to tell anyone. Like I you know just... that's like the big thing is that I'm like, you know, everyone's like upset about shaming and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, you know, people can like do things that aren't right. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to like live your life so publicly all the time, you know? <laughs> all right. And then so um, this writer, uh, Sarah Dittum, um, decided to, you know, out herself uh, for some reason. I, I don't know why. Um, over, you know, quote tweet Owen, uh, yelling at him for this, you know, sl- only slightly spicy take. Uh, her her comment was this: I don't have more time in lockdown. I have less because I'm sharing my workspace with two teens and another adult. There is more dirt because of the more people. The cleaning is all caps killing me and this is a bad take okay so i mean like do you like do you have a cleaning person or are you doing all the cleaning you know what i mean like i don't know i'm like like uh, are you are you saying that you are not having a cleaning person coming or do you like want to get one or something i don't know i don't really get it that's the first level of it second level uh and a lot of people said this what about your two teenagers and your husband, um, if you're the one doing all the cleaning, maybe you know help that. Maybe they should be doing some chores uh, for people who are, you know, I mean, for uh, uh, you know, two adults and two teenagers can probably uh, clean out your uh, flat. I would assume uh, without too much uh, problem. Um, and people were telling her that, and she pushed back uh, with, you know, get my teenagers to clean. Declaring something simple doesn't make it so. 
I'm like, this is another one of these ones where I'm like, this sounds like it's like a your personal issue. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it does, not everything needs to be universal for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. If, <laughs> if, if, if assuming your teenagers are just so unbelievably shitty and your husband is so busy and you're so busy too you just don't have to tell anybody like you it doesn't have to like i don't think owen's point was to like ban cleaning cleaning uh <laughs> cleaning people i think it was just you know kind of a general statement about what people should be doing which is you know paying their workers and also maybe letting them stay at home i mean i think that's generally what we want to be happening throughout this whole thing not for everyone um but uh there was this really great response because sarah didham yes 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 is a turf ah. uh in fact in her bio she has the word vag- vagina centrist um making hmm. it very clear that <laughs> oh, okay what okay she, well um, thinks about the world uh, well, maybe vagina and, absolutist yeah uh, <laughs> and uh, a guy named john connor uh hero of the resistance <laughs> replied to with this you know absolutely great own um you claim parents are forcing their kids to be trans if that is true then you should be able to make yours clean their room once a week <laughs> that's a good one that's a good one that's a good right. one yeah, the meltdown wasn't so uh, again, with the with these turfs, they're always melting down. With British people, they have a stiff upper, upper lip sort of posting style. They very rarely, you know, completely and utterly uh, lose their shit. But th- but that's what we had to work with this week. That's what we had to work with this week on Meltdown Man. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. That's only a slight meltdown. It is interesting to me that I'm like, you know, you can just let people have takes, let people do whatever. Like, you know, uh, um, if you're saying the cleaning is killing you, then that means that you you're like you're doing what he's saying. You know what I mean? Like, and you should just be like, I'm doing that, and it sucks. I'm gonna be like, yeah, well, we can all identify with that you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> like nobody would disagree we're all with, in like, this cleaning together sucks. it definitely yeah. fucking sucks <laughs> there's a lot that sucks right now <laughs> yeah. so jack coming back over to the united states there was a bit of controversy over there on comedy twitter i feel like you have you know more of a bead on uh, tell me about Gene- jenna friedman jenna friedman so jenna friedman I don't really know Jenna Friedman. I guess she used to write for Letterman. I guess she was like on she used to work for Daily Show or something as a writer. But she has a new bit she likes to do where she just says somebody has coronavirus. She writes breaking in all caps and then like says somebody has coronavirus. And it's always just like Stephen Miller has coronavirus. Uh, And since she just is a blue check. um, People like pass it around and then like people start thinking it's true. Uh, But there's like. Not really any joke to it. You know what I mean? She's not like making a a joke or anything like that. And then whenever it happens and people are like, you should delete this. Like, it's fucked up. She's always like, you know, what this really proves is that even at this time, like people need to like look at their retweets more or something. I'm like, no, what this really proves is like you want to get a bunch of retweets and like get people following you like your account. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) you you saw that it worked one time and you want to do it again. That's the thing with Jenna Friedman. So. She posted like Donald Trump has gotten COVID or something like that uh, and then like doubled down on it, tried to blame it on journalists. She was like, journalists need to be more careful and let this be a lesson to everybody. Uh, And then she ended up like getting the 
post i think she deleted one but then twitter deleted all the rest of them and then she deleted like every post from her entire account <laughs> like she started over basically uh because she kept posting fake news like just outright fake news you know what i mean like and not like intended to be anything else just fake news you know that's uh kind of the long and short of it she went and deleted all her accounts after like saying that she was like sticking her ground but not really making any kind of point but sort of vaguely alluding that there was a point um and yeah so you know she tricked people into thinking that bad people got covid uh and 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 they didn't it was so annoying to me was it, it was just like low level trump guys you know like don't make me have to remember who steven miller is to get your joke all right to give me a yeah. top level guys tell me donny junior Got it. At at the very least, you know, right. put, you know, give me something uh, to get excited about. Like, I would not care if uh, Stephen Miller uh, got it. Yeah, I mean, he I think that they did give it. Uh, uh, she did end up like posting Donald Trump got it or something. But, you know, at a certain point, it's like. You know, it's funny to be like the boy who cries wolf and then be like, you know, the the point here is you shouldn't believe when someone cries wolf. I'm like, <laughs> you should reread the story. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you all should be like a little more careful when someone is running down the street, street screaming wolf. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, or, yeah, the, you know, people stop buying what you're selling, Jenna. Yeah. The point of that story is that you should not cry wolf. Yeah. <laughs> don't cry wolf story. or else ever, no one believes you anymore. Yeah, it's not that the townspeople didn't fuck up. It was the boy. <laughs> it's the boy. Up. The boy who fucked up. Jeez, it really was kind of sparse. It's so, a sparse meltdown May. Yeah. So Elon continues, you know, in his own special way. Elon, Elon. So what did Elon do like distinctly in the past week or so? Elon posted. So Elon has been on his like reopener kick these days. Yeah, yeah. He like really wants his factory. I think was it last week or was it this week that he posted like I will be arrested? He's like, I'm going to that was this week. So this week he posted, like, I am reopening my factory and I will be on the line if anyone is going to be arrested. I ask that it be me or whatever. So he, like, did his big libertarian, you know, sticking up for his, like, God-given rights as an American thing or whatever. Uh, uh, and you know what's so fucking annoying about this particular meltdown? It worked. They caved and gave him the exception. <laughs> yeah. It's so fucking annoying. Like, this guy is just like, I want to break the law. And they were like, yes, sir. I'm like, okay, we don't live in a country anymore. You know what I mean? We're just like in, no one's in charge. Uh, um, but yeah, so Elon uh, did that. But then to um, to further drive home the point of how big on reopening he was, he posted a picture of a banana, of like an ice cream sundae from Buca de Beppo to try to act like he was out at Buca de Beppo. And it turned and out Buca to de be- Beppo is what for. Buca de Beppo is like a family style Italian restaurant. First of all, even the idea that billionaire Elon Musk is going to Buca de Beppo is like extremely strange. Um, this is not good food. Um, so he posted a picture of an ice cream sundae at Buca de Beppo, uh, and it turned out to be a picture that Buca de Beppo had posted on its Twitter that still had the like uh, um, the brand, you know, the little like watermark from the blog that it was like taken from originally. So Elon <laughs> Musk posted a picture of ice cream trying to prove that he was out at a restaurant uh and he was not out at a restaurant and just stolen the picture uh, um you know from uh from some blog uh that's so, so that's incredibly lazy and also this guy's like two weeks into his like newborn baby being alive <laughs> you know what i mean like he has a two-week-old at home and this is the the meltdown that he's having um you know as of today i suspect this i think 
that Elon will very soon be an open Trump guy. That's what I suspect. I think that Elon is going to go uh, down a far darker path than Kanye and be like a Kanye-esque Trump supporter who actually does like swing people to be voting for Trump. And I think that this like reopener thing is like really, you know, going to make Elon into the sort of like, like I think Elon might get into Q. Uh, uh, before too long. Um, but yeah, I think that you know Elon's meltdown continues, and I think it will end with him being openly a Trump guy. I, but there was one other thing that happened with Elon. He got in that fight with a like a local California rep and threatened to move his factory. Oh yeah, he. I don't remember about the rep. I don't know about the rep, but he was for a moment threatening to move to Texas and wanted to move to Texas. And that's also like what Rogan is saying and everything. All the like libertarian guys who like their idea of what freedom is, is like being able to bu- go out and buy stuff whenever they want to. <laughs> like they're all like starting to feel like it might be time to like move over to like, you know, Texas where they really <laughs> understand freedom. No, uh, yeah, I I think maybe in Texas they understand freedom, but I don't think people who live in like Los Angeles understand Texas. It's yeah, like yeah. having to actually live like in the South South. I yeah. I do not think they would enjoy. It. I mean, Joe Rogan living in Texas um, might get like felony arrested for weed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's something that people don't think about. I'm like, so Joe Rogan, you want to live in Texas where you can actually like go to prison for smoking weed? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. That's the kind of freedom you want? <laughs> go ahead. Go for it. <laughs> I'm good here. <laughs> All right, so we have another one in the comedy world, a really kind of bizarre uh meltdown that happened with a, a person who goes by two names, um, Colleen Ballinger, who you probably know as Miranda I mean, Sings. If you don't, that's also normal, <laughs> very normal to not to not well, know her as Miranda I mean, Sings either. She did appear on comedians in cars getting coffee with yeah, Jerry basically Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld gave his like Jerry Seinfeld who now has like decided that he's like the arbiter of like what is and isn't funny basically gave his stamp to Miranda Sings which is just like a terrible like YouTube she like just pretends to like be ugly and annoying kind of <laughs> um, but he gave his stamp of approval as sort of the best as you know the you know internet comedian to Miranda Sings Okay, well, I I don't know if he necessarily approved of it, because if you actually watch the episode, so she appears in the character of Miranda Singh. Terrible. As opposed to actually, like, just being the comedian, uh, Colleen... uh, Ballinger. Colleen Ballinger. And he just seems, like, very annoyed, even though he did shoot, like, a video for her YouTube channel with her. So that's uh, nice of him. Maybe it's some like agent stuff. Maybe there's some agent stuff going on. Yeah. But I, I mean, like they met, they met at a, a Jimmy Fallon uh, backstage. They Like, I don't know. Like they, I don't know what Jerry Seinfeld actually thinks of her. I'm sure he has the stand for her as he does for all of humanity. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I just want to mention this. Jerry did put out a new special, um, and it's actually pretty good. It's, it's what you expect from Jerry Seinfeld, a bunch of like seven out of 10 jokes. You're not going to bust the gut, but you're not going to be bored or annoyed or offended <laughs> in any way. And Netflix actually kind of tried to promote it as like a triggered special, like Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> like I know in real life, he kind of gets into the complaining about campus, you know, 
uh, campuses being bad for comedy now, but that isn't the type of humor he does is not the type of trigger humor. Yeah. But Netflix, as we said um, previously, with the Dave Chappelle special, the Bill Burr special, like they had more triggered stuff in it, but that was the only thing that they advertised from it, and they tried to do the exact same thing with Jerry Seinfeld. So the people at Netflix are not your friends in the culture war. Right? They like it to keep going. They want to promote these specials even if they're not you know the anti sgw whatever uh sort of thing snowflake sort of thing that's exactly how they promote like all their specials now that's the that's the way you do it is you get someone in front of an audience of like you know what looks like you know college protesters or something like that and uh, that's (laughs) that's what that's how you promote comedy now and uh but back to miranda so she got in a really really bizarre uh, kind of meltdown due to her having a child starting at the age of uh you know 13 um write her tweets for her and like run her accounts for her and shit yeah sounds really weird so the the big uh you know headline of this with that was that she had sent him some lingerie but you know hearing her explanation of it i don't know what the fuck goes on on youtube but it seems like it was something that happened on a live stream and uh you know i don't think it was like lingerie that she like wore or something like that or it was yeah, like over they, her clothes or some weird shit yeah it was like like her boyfriend i think her boyfriend put it on as a joke because they said they were ugly it like the the sensational headline was like miranda sings is in some weird sexual relationship with an underage teen and i I mean of course probably is not appropriate to send you know a teenager teenager your underwear underwear. i wouldn't do that for any of my streams to be honest with you but yeah yeah but the main like fucked up thing she actually did was like having him like work for her as like an underage teenager and like exploit him uh for her social media shit yeah so what was revealed through this is that you know the reason the kid revealed this is because like she gave him uh, access to her account to like do tweets for her. And I, I think he was not being paid. She was like doing it as like a test run or something. And so here's what's fucked up about this. Apparently the kid like pitched a bunch of tweet ideas to her and she signed off on all of them. Cause she has like a newborn kid. Um, and then, like, one of the tweets, like, got her canceled. She was like, I'm coming out as a, you know, fan of Megan Trainer or something like that. And everybody's like, this is weird. And then she, like, got mad at this kid. He posted all these DMs from her, you know, pissed off at him because of, like, what he posted. And I'm like, okay, number one, don't be sending kids underwear. That's just, like, going to get going to be problem to begin with. Yes. Number two, don't have, like, 17, 17-year-old kids like writing your tweets unpaid yeah. and then flip out at them and get mad at them when a tweet that you approved goes bad. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry, you're fucking 33 years old with a newborn and you're having like 17 year old high school students write your tweets like that's fucked to me. <laughs> yeah, like it's, uh, it's obviously that she was. You know, taking certain taking advantage of him as a fan. He was a fan of hers. He was a big, big, big fan of hers, and he she was just like he was. I, I think I I don't know the whole story, but I think I mean he was happy doing the free labor for her yeah. until she like started like uh, you know being you know like yelling at him and being mean yeah, to him because he fucked up. up. 
Well, he didn't even. She approved it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he apparently sent her a list of, and she even says that. Like, he sent a list of, like, all the ideas of tweets he wanted to do. So it's like she wanted to have her Twitter account still running while she's got a newborn. Totally makes sense. I mean, you are getting paid for this. You could, like, pay someone to do that. Yeah. But, like, you know, <laughs> not only is she not paying this kid to do it, some kid has, like, agreed to do it, you know, out of the goodness of his heart or whatever. Like, it goes bad. It's your fault is all I'm going to say. Miranda sings. It is yes. your fault. You approved the tweet. Number one, if you didn't approve the tweet, it would still be your fault because you put a 17-year-old in yes. charge of your fucking Twitter uh, to not pay them while you're, like, you know, printing money, uh, making a living, uh, doing stupid fucking songs on YouTube. Yeah, like, like, and she's always, and she kept, she talks about to this kid, this kid about, like, how she's doing so bad, how emotionally she's hurt because she got in trouble uh, for the tweet that she approved like you, that he yeah, sent out. Like, like, I bet like he felt him. pretty, I bet yeah. he felt pretty shitty about it too, Miranda. Like, I bet, I bet he was pretty upset about the whole situation as well. Like, you're not alone in this. And you could have said easily, and this is kind of the weird thing, like, she could have said, like, hey, this was my team. This is not a joke I approve. I mean, that would be a lie, but. You right. Know, why then? Like, and she would probably would have gotten out of it, right? Like, and you wouldn't have. Well, to be I mean, mad she probably kid. is in the, the weird position where she's like, "Okay, I can't say that it wasn't me because that means acknowledging that I have a seventeen-year-old writing my tweets <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for me." Uh, so I guess I just have to like apologize and uh, now shame this kid privately because he's like a fan of mine doing this to be kind, you know. Just sounds like a fucking shitty person, to be honest with you. I wish that there was a bigger, a bigger meltdown from uh, from this this terrible YouTuber. Yeah, she did post, you know, a long, long video. Uh, but it was what like these YouTubers a, always do is it's like yeah, they make yeah. it too long that you can't even like discern where the meltdown is, you know? Yeah, they, yeah, they always do that. Like, and she goes through like every single negative thing that anybody has ever said about her and addresses it. It's called. It's literally called addressing everything. It's thirteen minutes long. Does not focus on like the main thing people were upset her about, but goes into like some story she used to tell about how a dog got put down because she got because uh, it bit her as a child. Like every single pro. Thing that anybody's tried to like criticize her for she addresses in this video and then kind of just smushes this main thing in in the middle uh by the time you're bored with it yeah boring uh you know i i, I wish that this was a uh i wish that i i wish we got a better meltdown from her because this does seem like a very fucked up person to be honest with you yeah um but yeah she uh yeah i think she sucks um don't have like i, I don't even understand like why would you even like want a teenager running your two point four million it's dollar free. It's free. account? Like some things are worth spending money on. I would, you I know, think. But that's why you do it. That's why you end up doing it in the first place. <laughs> All right, and so next we have you know our boy Joe, Joe oh, yeah. Biden. Now it's hard to really again. It's hard to parse. The meltdowns with this man, honestly, but there it there was one that he keeps going back to, and that's this thing where he keeps telling people not to vote for him. He keeps right. telling people not to vote for him. But this one, I'm actually glad he did. This one, oh, I'm, I'm actually, with it. I'm keeping this footage on hand for the rest of the year, easy. Yeah, because he was asked um, about the terror read again. Um, 
uh, during a, a interview, and I I don't even we could probably do we could probably well, let's just say right now that the entire you know full feminist uh, yeah the whole world of, of alt centrists fake feminists like are have been an ongoing meltdown ongoing March. meltdown like yeah it's getting uglier and uglier I didn't want to get into it with these people but yeah. yeah. Yeah, Sadie Doyle in particular had a big thread. Uh, PBS did a, a big article um, basically going through tearing apart Tara Reid's life to find people who dislike her. Well, the PBS article was like all people that work for Joe Biden yes. currently or previously. So obviously then Politico did an Politico article did the... where they went and talked to all of her. Like literally it's the most funny thing. It's like only landlords. It's like yes. every landlord that, that she ever had. And they're complaining about like security deposits and shit, to be honest with you. Uh, um, uh, but yeah, that's a pretty ugly piece. Um, uh, but that's like, you know, that's the, the oppo right now on this uh, poor woman. Yeah. So uh, special uh, meltdown may fuck you to Sadie Doyle, who basically said that all like the people who are tearing Tara Reid's life apart aren't doing it because this is the rape culture that Sadie Doyle made her name writing about. Um, and that's what happens to um, victims of sexual assault when they come out. Instead, she's saying that it's the fault of the journalists who actually listened to Tara Reid after Time's Up uh, ignored her and st- not even just ignored her, like stalled her and actively tried oh, yeah. to like keep her silent and all the and other outlets and journalists didn't really uh, listen to her story. She's saying it's the fault of the outlets who actually listen to her and that only if you're a victim of sexual assault by a powerful man, the only way to get your voice heard is to trust in uh, a outlet like the New York Times to tell your story for you. The same New York Times that like will be endorsing Joe Biden in a couple of weeks. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, and you know, it really is it is tearing apart a lot of these people. Like, you know, it's like a lot of the shitty, you know, Meiji J account or whatever the fuck, like they're all getting upset with each other. Uh, uh, but yeah, Sadie Doyle is pretty, has done a pretty ugly thing and saying like, you know what? It's actually the people that reported this story who like put her up to be destroyed by everybody. It's like, no, it's the destroying literally yes. like this is what happened to Anita Hill. You know what I yes. mean? Like this Monica is Lewinsky. precisely <laughs> what happened to Anita Hill by Joe Biden. 30 years ago. You know what I mean? Like, this is the exact thing we were trying to fight from happening anymore. Uh, And now that, you know, these sort of centrists find themselves on the other side of it, they have to, like, work up a way that they're not wrong and they're not uh, sensibly evil. Complicit. (laughs) Complicit. Like, somebody had a really uh, good comment. I think it was Matt Brunick. He said, you know, in, you know, a few years... Uh, the same people who don't believe Tara Reid now or who are attacking the journalists who reported on her uh, extensively trying to cover up for it, they're going to be writing articles about how we failed uh, Tara Reid and didn't uh, take her claims seriously, how society failed her, and we yeah. just weren't ready to do anything. Like, you're society. You're the problem. You know, now it's like it's it's becoming like I'm looking at Sadie Doyle's uh, account now, and it's like all the centrists are fighting each other because she said that Biden has set back me too. And the like really nasty centrists are like, you know, attacking her for that. <laughs> have fun over there, everybody have a good time. I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Joe Biden had a little bit of meltdown himself where when he was asked about Tara Reid, he did say that if you believe 
Tara Reid, you should not vote for me. Yes. Uh, um, so, and actually, what's extra hilarious about this is that Lawrence, what's his name? Who you know? Who the fuck is it? Lawrence o- O'Donnell Lawrence or O'Donnell. something? Lawrence O'Donnell, who inter- did the interview. You know, in his question, uh, um, he mentioned the New York Times op-ed that is literally titled "I believe Joe Biden, and I'm still going to vote for him." Like, no, I believe I believe Tara Reid, or I believe Tara Reid, and I'm still going to vote for him uh, for Joe Biden. Uh, um, he literally brought up that op-ed, and then Biden's response. To that is basically like well that person shouldn't do that <laughs> he's like if i believed our read i wouldn't vote for me i'm like okay i'm with it like uh thank you joe <laughs> i'm gonna give that one a big politifact uh rating true to be honest with you <laughs> and there was a uh someone who had an internal meltdown around joe that you documented wonderfully uh, Stacey Abrams, I think on the same oh, was yeah. it the same show. Uh, it was that same episode, same ep- okay. big episode, big episode. First Joe was by himself, then they bring in Stacey Abrams. So when they were advertising this episode, like MSNBC put it out like Joe Biden will be appearing with Stacey Abrams right. on this big show, and Joe specifically asked for Stacey Abrams to be yeah. here. Do we have some breaking news? And it turned, and everybody, of course, because we know Stacey Abrams has been out here trying to like, like so so thirsty for the VP spot, just out here saying, "I want to be VP more than anyone else in history," as said, uh, begging Joe to make her the VP. And what? And people thought maybe, maybe that they, that that night was going to be the announcement. But what actually happened, Jack? So what actually happened was uh, when Lawrence O'Donnell asks Biden specifically uh, about whether this is an audition or, you know, what's happening here. uh, And Stacey Abrams looks pretty happy. Biden, you know, doesn't say outright, but like, you know, kind of. Uh, deflects and it and his answer is not really like this is a great leader and you know this is going to be you know somebody who uh, uh, you know is going to be moving into the future with the party or something like that it really is just about the work that she's done since the election he's basically just like she's like a really you know she's real good on this like voting rights stuff or whatever and if you look at Stacey Abrams face it is clear that on live television she realized she's not getting the VP slot uh, you can tell her you see her face drop. She is bright and so happy. And in Joe Biden's answer, you see her shoulder, her shoulders slump her like uh, she actually looks a little bit like she might like throw up or something like that, which I basically I can't even imagine. Leslie, like you've thrown away your life like you like threw in with Bloomberg and then you fucking throw in. He went on TV, shit on Tara Reid, discredited her. And then, you know, the next appearance with Joe Biden, it becomes very, very clear that Biden is kind of saying, like, you know, Stacey's good where she's at. Uh, and so we did get to see a mini internal meltdown happen on live television. If you go to my Twitter, you can see I zoomed in on the video uh, uh, and it does feel yeah, pretty, pretty clear what's going on there. Uh, uh, I think Stacey Abrams uh, uh, is realized that um, she might have thrown it uh, thrown in for nothing. Yeah, you can see her the, her soul being sucked out of her body in real time during that i feel so bad for her. i really do because i mean i it's hard for me to hate stacy abrams even though like she did a really awful thing by repeating the uh joe biden talking points that 
lied yeah. and said the New York Times had cleared him. Uh, that was something she should not done, and she should apologize uh, for that. But I, I do have like a tinge of like s- sorrow for her uh, seeing that video. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I feel, I feel bad for her. But you know, you take the five million from Bloomberg. You know, you do all the, you know, you, you go on TV, and uh, you know, it's a. Uh, this is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, I feel for her like how I feel about Chrissy Teigen. I'm like, you wanted this. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you wanted. Go ahead. Well, folks, that was the second week of Meltdown May. Wow. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry to say that I kind of hope the next week is better. I hope. Yeah. We get some more like innocent, innocent meltdowns. Just yeah. someone, some not easy you, stuff. Yeah, some like but good, but good and entertaining. Where no, but where no one in real life is being hurt or damaged. Yeah, now, let's hope for some nice, uh, clean meltdowns this week. Some nice clean meltdowns. Yeah. All right, that was struggle session. Have a good one. See you later, everyone. Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.